Money in the Bank 2020 just wrapped up. We are Pop Culture Pile Driver. I'm at Jason D. Rossi. My real name's Jason Rossi. Crazy. And with me, as always, is my tag team partner in the podcast sphere. His name is Billy D. He goes by Billy D. 2411. Billy, what's good? Money in the Bank. Shorty, what you drank. That's what's good, man. Wow. I am at a loss. I am blown away. I didn't like most of the pay-per-view except the money in the bank match, but really that's the name of it. And that was the game of it. And I friggin' I enjoyed it from T to B top to bottom, man. Love yeah, it. I, I thought the, I don't even know what to call these things anymore. The matches, segments, cinematic uh, masterpieces, man. Uh, masterpiece fun. I just call it fun. And it was, the, it I'm was not gonna, really... I'm never going to complain about something that they, they went for creatively. They crushed. I have some mm-hmm. comments. I have some improvements that they could do to it. But of course, good Lord in heaven, they crushed this thing. I thought it was so fun. Yeah, I definitely like there was definitely no way to say that this wasn't fun. You might not liked it. Uh, you may not enjoyed everything. <laughs> oh, I just got one thing real quick. I just got somebody tweeted at me go, how did WWE just make a pay-per-view shorter than a raw? And honestly, coming in at what, two hours and 26 minutes. I'll take it, dude. That's what you want. That's the kind of content. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, there's more content because there's no, there's like, you know, some WWE commercials. So, content sure. wise, it's still a little bit longer than a Raw, probably pretty close because it's 22 minutes per half hour. <clears throat> I can't do that math. 44 times three. I don't know. I can't do I, it. I, I, regardless, it's, it's close, but this is how long pay per view should be, first of all. Yes, I, I think this Raw is how long pay per view should be. Yeah, 90 to an hour. But I think the thing that two hours. Realize, it should be two hours. Yes. I think the thing we realized here, and this is a thing you learn in production, you could just feel the energy because of the music. And I think you saw a little bit of the energy in the Bailey match because Bailey was talking the whole time. I noticed that right off the mm-hmm. bat. It felt more like a fight. The music to this added to it. Obviously, there was at times all of them together and maybe one too many comedy spots, maybe one too many talking things a a couple of unbelievable things but again i'm not going to dump on it because on the whole it was so enjoyable yeah i think especially the match itself uh the money in the bank which i think what we can quickly review the card we'll spend most of our time there but you know like you said there was so many weird situations i think on this pay-per-view if you want to call it that Mm -hmm. um throughout but i i'm really intrigued to see kind of like what they go with here from here like especially like I think Extreme Rules is technically the next event. I never saw, maybe I missed it, but did you see a commercial for it at all? No. Okay, neither did I. Because even during WrestleMania, they did speak of Money in the Bank. So I wonder if they're going to potentially not go like with Extreme Rules. Like maybe they, like, especially with the situation we're in right now. Uh, just quick update Boston was supposed to be the, and still currently the host city for SummerSlam. Uh, our mayor, Marty Walsh, here in Boston called off all live events, like larger, like uh, stadium mm-hmm. events until like further notice. But um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. They did say there's potential. But, anyways, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued to see like where they go with uh, these events from here. Cause like Money in the Bank made sense. The WrestleMania, Firefly Funhouse, and Boneyard match made sense. So, are we going to start to see a little bit more of that? It remains to be seen, but I will just say the pacing of this event, I loved it. All the wrestling matches were done by 8.30, so like an hour and a half of wrestling, and then it just one big entertainment piece at the end. Fantastic. But to me, that is how, and I'm 100% sure of it now, the thing you're missing is the ambient 
sound, the, the yes. audience noise. And music helps. Whenever I did a, a video package for work and it was lacking, they were like, throw a little music under there. And it makes a difference. It really helped sell it. I didn't love the cutting to people's music, but it worked. <laughs> it worked well enough. I mean, the Stephanie McMahon thing, again, uh, they, they, so just milk, they just milk everything a little too Saturday Night Live-ish. Mm. Good like, point. it's just, like, she didn't need the drooling comment. If you would cut it before that, it was great. Vince yeah. McMahon spot, I loved. I, I like loved, that, too. I loved, I don't know what the budget is on white suits, but they broke it out tonight. Uh, you got <laughs> Brother Love and yeah. uh, and Johnny, both great spots. Yep. Some of the AJ Styles stuff was a little over the top, but I just professional it. wrestling. Yes. I, again, I'm not going to criticize that stuff. I mean, I'm going to critique it a little bit, obviously, which is the same thing. We're splitting hairs here. I'm critiquing <laughs> myself right now. But... The amount of fun that I had during this match. I know you didn't like the entrances. I loved the entrances. I thought they were fantastic. Maybe because the first one out of the gate was Lacey Evans and <laughs> Doggy. She looked good. Mel <laughs> looked happy, money. I mean, happy Mother's Day to uh, Lacey Evans. Yes. Everybody, <laughs> I thought, came off looking like a star. Dana Brooke jobbed like a pro. Um, I loved everything that she that did. Yep. It was just a whole bunch of fun we can break down if you want now how the match played out uh let's let's quickly just run through the card let's let's start okay. at the beginning so there was a pre-show match between jeff hardy and sheamus i uh, don't know if you caught this one don't have to spend i much. caught i caught the twitter that jeff hardy won which was pretty yeah. predictable i uh, see jeff hardy winning fine that's cool um i'm a little i don't want to say i'm shocked that, that's too extreme, but you know, Seamus is supposed to be coming back as his heel with steam, but they're definitely putting a lot behind uh, Jeff Hardy right now. I Smackdown, think it's because which, he has like the, the story they're trying to tell. Yeah. And I, I'm just intrigued by what they're really going to do with Jeff. Is Jeff like a mainstay player? I don't know. Anyways, fine feud. We'll see where that goes. Uh, then the money and the bank pay-per-view kicked off with a fatal four way for the WWE SmackDown tag team championship. New day defending against the forgotten sons, the Lucha house party and uh, Miz and Morrison, and I'm not doing their little singing thing. It's catching on, but I don't like it. Um, I, the first thing I want to say about this, Grand Mentally from a Lucha House Party, what a stud. He looks like Juventud Guerrero all of a sudden now. Uh, have to give me problems, sorry. That's fine. He looked incredible in this match. Uh, Lucha House Party, I actually wouldn't mind seeing potentially take the belts. No, uh, they've, just, they've gotten legitimized over the last few weeks, definitely. Yeah, I just, and they're fun to watch. Overall, I mean, he I, is really the master of the ropes. I do like watching him wrestle. This match was clunky at points. Really good. I did say, I did, I did like the most of it. I'm glad New Day retained, but hmm. again, yeah, just the wrestling without the crowd, there is something to it. You either need to watch in a Zoom party or you just need to pre-produce all of them. <laughs> I don't care if it's in the ring and you add music and you make all of these feel like all of those TNA matches. I would have preferred commentary, and we'll get back to this when we break down the Money in the Bank thing. I would have preferred commentary throughout, even if it was just bing, yep. bing, bing, bing. But it really does hurt not having a crowd because the end of that match was lit, as the kids say. It was on fire. There were yeah. so many move after move after move, and they were all executed pretty well. Because the beginning of the match was a little sloppy, but without having the crowd ooing and ahhing and and Michael Cole, who's great, I, I you know I've been on Michael Cole you know my whole life, but he is a great commentator. He can only sell it so much. He's yeah. only one man. You know, no, I, I agree, and I, I go to go to your point about New Day retaining. I agree with you there too. I think that was the right call. Um, I just I don't know. I think it was just such an interesting 
situation to put this like this match together. Uh, they've been hot shot in the tag team belts all over the place. Uh, I don't think there's any steam or, or prestige to it. So I'll just go with, you know, fine. New Day retains. Good match. Fun to watch. But I'd like to see them probably more with Lucha House Party. If we're going to be like having more matches instead of Forgotten Sons right now, maybe Forgotten Sons need just a little more steam to them because I feel like they're un- it's, it's, uh, horrible to put in their name Forgotten, but they kind of are in this situation. They're generic tag team too. They're just <laughs> honestly, they're just, they're just there, and they uh, probably should they be better. Yeah, they're just never going to do anything. There's no breakout star. There's no breakout personality. There's nothing to them. They don't have a manager. They're just the guys to be there. I think this would have been fine as a triple threat. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't disagree with you. Then, then the uh, next matchup was though SmackDown Women's Championship, where Bailey defended her title against Tamina Suka or Tamina. Uh, very interesting that this was a match. To be honest, uh, I liked and, it though. Me too. I, I thought the match actually played off well. But we got to give a quick shout out to Sasha Banks, her outfit, and everything that she's doing. I mean, she is one of the most beautiful women in the world. Like her, like her makeup even looked good. And I usually don't like that crazy eye makeup. She is just beautiful the match again i kind of like these matches for your champions where you're putting them against a legitimate person a main card person not necessarily a jobber match but it gets them a win it legitimizes them it's that royal rumble brock lesnar facing uh sparky Sparky plug oh hardcore holly it's one of those and it's just good to get your champion that win just to be like yeah, she is a badass. She will beat these people. I mean, I don't think you needed the Sasha Banks help. I really felt that that was unnecessary, especially when you're trying to build a heel champion. If she's going against a legit competitor, I don't consider her a legit competitor. Then you throw that in there. This is one of those things where it's old school, like Ric Flair. He beats the mediocre person 10 times out of 10 on his mm. own guile, his own guts, his own will. But it was still a good match because Bailey kind of shines in this no crowd thing. She knows how to, I don't know. I don't know if it's that tennis thing where you can just hear him go, Oh yeah. <laughs> but you hear all the moves where some people are just kind of going through the motions in these matches. She was not, she was trying to give this a real fight feel and it came off that way to me. Yeah. I liked it as well. I love her feud with Michael Cole, like the subtleties behind like after matches between matches, before matches, the way that uh, they'll kind of interact. But uh, I actually don't mind the interference from Sasha in this one, just because they're trying to make, you know, Tamina be like this beast, this big woman, this unbeatable force. Um, uh, sorry, Nia already has that uh, gimmick, but um, I, I like the the fact that like they're still trying to play. Like, are they friends? Are they against each other? Where do these two lie? And I guess I would just say at the end of the day that I'm happy <coughs> Bailey's retaining. This has been a nice long run. I'm really intrigued to see where we go with it. I, eventually, we're going to probably get to Sasha Bailey. I'm sure that's what they want to do for SummerSlam in front of a Boston crowd. But uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't know really where we're going next because they're both like on the same page, but you know, fine match much better than I expected. But I agree with you. I think Bailey, I think heels are doing some of the best work. I think Sonya Deville gets to get a lot of credit. SmackDown. She faced Mandy Rose, just screaming at her the entire match. Uh, it just makes it feel like I said, more like a fight gives it more like stakes to it. Uh, so I think if you do that and you just forget the whole, anything's going to be live anymore. We know these matches are mostly taped now anyways, mm-hmm. for the most part, do what you did in the money in the bank match and make it cinematic. I'm fine with that. I'm sure it's more work, but it's a way, way, way better product. I think that's just the way to go. You need that that music to just kind of make you forget there's nobody there. Yeah, just 
some ambiance. And, and on no offense to WWE too, their shows all look the same. And I think that's going to be the hardest part. And I think I don't care about ratings. I don't care about that. But their ratings are like it's you can see they are dropping because I think if you watch WrestleMania and then you watch SmackDown this week, it looked the same. That's the tough part. You got to make these things look different. I don't care if you dress it up with ladders. It's still just an empty room um, where AEW just to show them and they've done a lot more of spicing it up, making things look a little different. But anywho, uh, next up was the Universal Championship. We had Braun Strowman defending against Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend, just Bray Wyatt, plain old wacky Bray in a match that I actually thought during the match pretty damn good. Uh, we got a little cinematic uh, towards the end. Uh, Braun putting on the black sheet mask. Kind of uh, now, this is the one thing I don't know, and I almost have to rewatch. I did Braun Strowman shave his head to make it look like he had the old ponytail back because I, I don't remember what he looked like during the whole. It sounds weird. I feel like his beard was bigger and his and his head was shaved on the sides. For the his end. head's always shaved on the sides, though. But I feel like uh, again, I could be hundred percent wrong. I felt like his hair went from like somewhat i think you feel like he, they changed it because it was obviously a clip like they, they they when he showed up with the with the mask on it was like a different you know it was like a scene uh and then yeah I, this match the beginning part of the match was fine i do like that he defeated bray wyatt instead of the fiend yeah. that was the best part for me keeps bray strong mm-hmm. um but I, I just don't know i don't know about this it was a weird feud to go into right after WrestleMania. And I think it's hard because you have two new champions uh, on both brands and it's hard to like pull off really good feuds. I think for both, I always say, and I've talked about this with you a million times. If you've heard me say it after mania and Royal rumble, I feel like are the two spots we should give like these guys that are like, you want to push up eventually put them in this spot. And I thought Bray is too good for this. Um, you know, where we'll get to Seth Rollins, but I think he was perfect fit for Drew McIntyre because Drew McIntyre needs a boost. But the thing with Bray Wyatt is clearly we're going to get the Fiend. After the match was over, Bray loses the match because he falls for some trickery like Braun Strowman just going to join him. Uh, anyway, so he then we see like the cut screen stuff, like the Fiend's going to come and get him, which, okay, we'll get there. But for this match itself, it was just a little odd and a little clunky. And I, I call me crazy, I'm just not feeling Braun. I don't feel him as the champion. I don't feel him as a face. I think he's... He's got the body of like a complete heel. Like if this was the eighties, he'd be the total guy going up against Hogan or stone cold back in the day. I'm just not feeling him as the guy that we're supposed to, look, especially as a baby face, maybe a tweener or something. He just, I don't know. It's too hokey and goofy. The top of the card right now is a little bit weird. Cause both champions, I don't think really one, they're really struggling without crowds, both of them. Cause Drew McIntyre was getting some of that steam and you could yeah. see disappointment in that uh, WWE talk they did. That really hurt him. And Braun kind of feeds off the crowd. He's pretty over with the crowd, even with people like us. He is over. No, he, he does get the roar. He does get the pop. Yeah. So that hurts him big time. He's just, again, he's not a super charismatic guy oh. in general and definitely not without a crowd. So he's really hurt by this no crowd. And this, again, this would have been the spot, as you said, to have that middle kind of guy. This is where I would have liked to see Dolph Ziggler challenge him. Something, Honestly, Someone yes. of that level, you need to, if you're going to keep the belt on this guy. That's why The Fiend was, uh, you know, if it's out of a scale of 1 to 11, Podcasters Dozen, Please. a 4 choice. Like yeah. Dolph Ziggler would have been like an 8 to 10. It would have been that Tamina level where he can, he can dispatch of him nice and easy, but he's still somewhat of a legitimate threat. And, and I, I think, think that's what you need for one of these not big... 
you know, stepping stone pay-per-views. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think Dolph would have been the perfect guy because Dolph also would have sold his pants off, would have made Braun look like an absolute monster. Not that Bra- Bray didn't. I just don't think Bray's in that right position. And I think Bray being off for this entire month would have actually helped his character, regardless of ratings. I get why we want to have months SmackDown. He, or even just have him do a couple fun houses where we're going back to that point where we don't know what his theory is or what he's trying to do. We saw with um, Brett Bray Wyatt's money spot is in this company going forward and it's those kind of john cena dream matches especially during this kind of time oh yeah. you could have just had after the match with dolph if you wanted him to be the next contender you could have had a really cool one of those things for this or maybe you save that for monday and that's the bronze segment i think there was a lot of other ways to go with Braun because right now i'm not with it yeah, I'm not failing Braun in general, personally. I, I'm, it's going to need a lot of work for me. He was hot shot in the spot. Anyways, but then we get to the WWE uh, Championship. I don't even think it has a title anymore. Uh, the other belt that looks the same, but this one's black. Uh, it is Drew That's McIntyre. Offensive. It's factual. Uh, it's uh, Drew McIntyre defending against Seth Rollins. This was the best match since quarantine. This was the best no crowd match they, they have done. Those two guys, I thought, were fantastic. Bell to bell. Awesome match. I thought it was fun. Well, you're stupid. But it was really good because, honestly, Drew McIntyre is wrestling with a purpose. I, I completely agree with what you're saying. He's, I think he's the most affected by this no crowd thing because he would have gotten a pop even still, even though we just saw you know, uh, Seth Rollins defeat uh, Brock Lesnar early in SummerSlam last year clean. Nonetheless, I think this is where he would have shined. He's been having great matches with the Zelina Vega crew, I guess you can call it, for lack of a better term. Uh, he's been having great matches with them. He's been putting on really, really stellar, you know, promos, just like more to the heart, more polished, not, and also a little raw sounding, uh, pardon the pun. Uh, I just liked him versus Seth though. I think they, they did so well together in the ring. I love the closing segment. He went for the Glasgow, uh, sorry, went for a stomp, hits a Glasgow kiss. Seth Rollins hits a super kick. He comes bounce off the rope, hits him with the claymore. Really fantastic. It'll be a nice gift for people. It's to a, it was a very well wrestled match, and that for me is saying something because I don't think Seth Rollins typically brings it. I thought again on a scale of fantastic. one to eleven, he was about an eight, which for me mm-hmm. is generous scoring of Seth Rollins. Again, though, there's no crescendo, there's no build because there's no crowd. The crowd would have been into this match. Oh, yeah. As much as I hate Seth Rollins doing the same move over and over and over and <laughs> over again. I think we saw the same move seven times in a row at one point during this match. Even even freaking Samoa Joe referenced it at one point. It's not the human head's not meant to take like six of those knees or whatever it was. That gets on my nerves. But a crowd, if it's going well, gets on top of it. And I don't want to hammer, you know, them not having a crowd. But I've only said it 50 times. So. Yeah, but that, that's how I do. I just repeat myself over and over again. You're like that's, how, that's how you make a poll. Oh my God, Jesus Christ, I'll stop. But I think that's the one thing to take away from tonight is do as many things as you can like that last match. But I, I agreed, but I think where this was a much shorter card, WrestleMania was, was great. I thought they entertained, they did a lot, but that was two nights of about th- two and a half to three hours. So all, all told. And again, and it's a WrestleMania. It was built for a long time with crowds totally. there. You were invested into the storylines. Yes. I'm not getting invested into the storylines because it's a very flat feel going into all these shows. I And I agree, but I think what they did here tonight was two i mean like an hour and a half and we'll talk about we skipped over bobby lashley our truth but i'm going to talk about that in a second um no because our truth is he's needed in these events i'll quickly say what he that promo he cut about tom brady but meaning rob gronkowski that stuff 
is perfect. He is perfectly put in position against heels. Like if you want Bobby Lashley to be a badass heel, keep putting him against our truth. MVP wants to create stables, have him go against our truth. Our truth is like an Oscar territory of just fantastic entertainment, well, crowd or no crowd. Yes, but let's not confuse the two there. Oscar is probably one of the top stars in the business overall. Our uh, truth is is great. An entertaining people. Yes, he's an entertainer. Yeah. He's getting people over. That he is, is a great wrestler. Oh, you yeah. know what? You know what? I take that back a little bit. He is a phenomenal in ring mm. talent. They just, you know, they don't. They're not going to put the belt on him, so they're not going to give him many moves. No, but I just thought the whole thing in the backstage when he was talking about Tom Brady's. I thought that was so damn good. But anyways, uh, but back for Drew McIntyre, where this uh, this position that they put him in, and going back to how the length of this event, this was like literally like 90 minutes in, and this is where you're right. Like, I agree with you. I think that's about the cap for no crowds. You had an array of different matches. You had some women's matches. You had men's matches. You had tag match. You had two championship matches with to- totally different styles, like Drew and Seth just putting it all on the line. I think this is honestly, I know regardless if you like Seth Rollins or not, if you want to see a match that you think he's good in this is one because he put there's you there's nothing to fall back on the one thing about these crowds you can't fall back on oh i'm going to do this spot and it's going to get a reaction you know you know drew mcintyre doesn't do that stupid countdown to the claymore anymore which has been the best thing for him because that was so i thought he did it in this one no did he no because the claymore and oh maybe he's maybe i missed that part or i didn't notice i don't think count down at one point i saw him go one two three i think he missed it though that's really sad, but um, not that he missed it, but the countdown part. Like we, we don't need it, bro. But you might be right; he might have done it. Um, but either way, the way that the way it ended was just so fantastic that I'm I'll pass on the other part. Right. So, but I just think these guys just put on a show that you didn't need a crowd, and it really was pulled off. And then the other point I'll go to here, I think this is another takeaway: two hours, yes, because they're obviously they've been using old matches sometimes to fill the time in between like this three hour raw because they, they can't. I wish it. they do that. They stopped doing that. They should bring that back. I really don't mind it. I don't mind it either. And the other thing that I'll take away from this is I'd be fine. Not seeing Well, Seth Rollins is on like every other segment of raw as it is, but I'd be fine with not seeing him for a whole week. Any of these guys do like the old school NXT. They're off TV for one complete week, create a little bit of separation for this audience to create a need, especially it's, when there's no crowd there. It's so hard though, with three hours to take most of these guys off television. They've done it with Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch has not been, we have not seen her. She's going to return tomorrow, obviously. And we'll find out with her and Asuka, but um, I just, I don't know. It's going to be hard. I just want to quickly look, how long do you think that Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins match was? I'm going to say 16 and a half minutes. 1920. And honestly, that's good. That's a good pace. That's a nice. That's a nice. It didn't feel like it. If no, anytime you watch a piece of content and you feel like it's shorter than it actually is, that's when you know you've done a good job. And that's when you're watching my sex tape. Um, but yeah, so then we jump into now money in the bank. Uh, two simultaneous matches. I did have the early criticism. I texted you. I thought the entrances were so loved it. It was so loved stupid. It. I and, absolutely loved it. Music hits. They just walk into a lobby or a weight room and they're just standing there. Like, what's up? It, like Love I said, it was like an awkward family party when you're like, you're like, what, like the third one in and you're like, it's you just an understanding. We're not going to do this until everybody's here. It's like, you know, the Jets and the Sharks. Yeah, it was. I wish no, that would have been cool if they did something more like that. I just thought it was so funny when. And then Oscar just chilling up top. Oh, this is so good. Uh, the one thing I want to say about Money in the Bank for the women's side, Shayna Baszler should not have been in this match. And and I don't mean that – they're probably trying to shine a little light on her, like trying to give her a little more life, I guess, because she's just like a stone-cold killer as like her character. She just 
didn't fit the mold of this you match. Didn't really need it. There, there yeah. was no way to make her coming out of this looking good. But I mean, what are you gonna do with her? So I, I don't know. I just felt like this would have been a good, like going back to when she beat Sarah Logan straight right out of the company. Uh, the announcement was that Sarah Logan won the match. It was a mistake by the ring announcer. But I almost wish that was the case. Like if she did something like so heinous, like going back to old school. Remember when people used to like when Ken Shamrock beat The Rock. And he for the Intercontinental title, but he he wouldn't let go of the ankle lock, so the re- decision was reversed. That's where we need to get Shayna Baszler. Like she needs to beat somebody and be like, okay, cool. But then like she just is relentlessly murdering them. Well, you brought her up, and you kind of squashed her. So mm. you're really it's it's tough when you do that when you bring one of these NXT powerhouses. She's never really blown me away in just the ring. Music. She's very good. She's very good, she's but good. she's never, never really had one of those matches where afterwards I'm like, oh, she's more of a character, which I'm fine with if you're just oh. a character. But when you bring them up and you immediately have them lose their first match, what are we doing here? Even yeah, even if it's against Becky Lynch, no, then don't put her against Becky Lynch. I know Becky Lynch needed somebody. There's plenty of people in that company. Yeah, I'll go two ways. One, it gave Becky Lynch a big win, which is great because they're obviously developing her to go even bigger and bigger. She's becoming the biggest star in the company. But you're right. It is strange to think. Um, like when you bring Chris that. Jericho in and you have him lose in his first match. I know it's to The Rock, but it took him a while to build back yeah, up. That's 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 a little Berenstein, Berenstein bands. He didn't lose to The Rock. He never fought The Rock. It was just a promo. You didn't fight him at that pay-per-view? No, everyone. It's one of those. It's bizarre. His first match was, I think, against Road Dog. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, but but I know what you mean. But it's still like it was like a shine out shine moment. But um, the thing with uh, Shayna Baszler getting in this match, I just she didn't fit it, and like or she should have just been trying to murder people. Like her and Carmella, like running upstairs next to each other, it was just a weird moment. But this is where I'll take that. You know, I'm mostly positive. I'm gonna take the criticism cap off and put what you said, the creative cap. This was all about being campy. This was all about being entertaining. This was all about fun. I loved it. And it was great. If you dial back the Camby 20%, it would have been perfect. The only other thing that I wanted, and again, it was so good. This is just like friendly advice for them going forward. <laughs> oh, friendly was, advice from your buddy, Billy D. Yeah, there was a couple of things where I'm like, and I know Nestle of the Jobber Knocker, take a drink. God love the man. I absolutely love this kid. <laughs> I cannot wait for... Him because they finally did the catering spot he's always been waiting for, which was a great food fight. But there's going to be a bunch of things. What I was thinking too, everybody thinks like, why did Oscar get off the elevator? There's those like little kind of psychological things where if you have an announcer on there, they could be, well, in the WWE building, that elevator actually doesn't go all the way to the top of the thing. And you could have had them interjecting here or there. I didn't, sure. at, 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 the, at the beginning, I didn't notice the non-commentary but then when those things happen it was like every once in a while and in the olden days they would do this all the time when a guy would miss a move like oh we didn't get all of that they would kind of explain away the little nuances and i think that's always kind of needed always kind of necessary and i don't mind having like they they chimed in when oscar won that was totally (laughs) i know know michael cole just turns on his mic um no i agree i just the two things i want to talk about my anxiety spots i'm not a huge elevator fan i'm a little claustrophobic so when oscar oscar just kept like pushing the button push i've been a lot better but pushing the button pushing the button pushing the button i'm like oscar it doesn't come any faster if you keep hitting the button like stop it 
And and it actually does. Um, and then it, when the men were like fighting in it, but they never showed the clip of it when they all started fighting in the elevator. I'm like, boys. And then Otis gets in there. I would have honestly, I don't care if I'm going the way. Back, I'm out of that elevator. If I'm Daniel Bryan, I'm like, I'm out. Deuces. How do they not do the Otis joke with the elevator? Because every every elevator says the Otis in there. I was waiting oh, yeah. for that. But he that, was that's a, a misspot. He, all right, so we we got to talk about the actual play out of this match because one, a lot of the spots were fucking money. Nia Jax, ooh, is she unsafe? My <laughs> God, she, she almost killed these people. Lacey, there were a couple of spots where I was like, you could have just cut that. Like there was no reason to do when that viciously. She, the, she, I know we're jumping in part of the match, but that she, had, she couldn't she, ever. She had Lacey Evans at a girl press and then like half dropped her, like hit her shoulder. Oh. And then, like, you know what that was? Whoever the editor is or whoever's directing that, whether it's Heyman, Vince, uh, Bruce Pritchard, which we'll get to, it's like they – I guarantee there's heat on her, and they're like, we're keeping that in so the world sees it. So they can all tweet about it and be like, she's she's a botch or she's, she's unsafe because there was no need. They could have easily just retaped that where she did it right. If the – if that Coke machine that she got thrown into wasn't screwed into the wall, that could have killed Dana Brooke. She threw her in there hot enough where that could have rocked forward. That was ridiculous. I think she threw Shayna Baszler into the wall like a lawn dart. There were a couple of those spots that she hit, and I was just like, my God in heaven. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but again, just the food fight stuff I absolutely loved. Again, there's another thing where, like, you got to test this out, edit it out. The AJ Styles getting the the dead weight on top of him. You can oh, clearly see oh, yeah. reaching his <laughs> And they stayed on it for like 10 minutes. And he's he's doing, I think, an okay job in his mind of selling that. It's like, that was just so bad. Yeah. But uh, when Otis was just screaming reps, reps, or whatever the hell he was saying before the match started. Oh, he was saying. He was oh, a star. Yeah. And then they, they did the Rocky thing at the end. Hey, yo, Mandy. I did it. Okay. Him winning. No. Uh, let's talk about the implications of him winning. Again, I'm totally cool with this. I am so fine with them giving this to Otis. It's, it's again, we want them to make stars. This guy does have a little charisma. He's got a little bit of the wiggle, and I'm not just talking about the worm. The he's, got so he's got something going, man. He really does. Oh. Capitalize on it. He's going to lose the cash-in. <laughs> totally fine with me. Again, give him that honest-to-gosh goodness cash-in. Uh against Braun. You could even do it against no, the Scots. Yeah, dude, he's huge. You could I, see I, them fighting I, a legit fight, and it would no. be a fair fight. He's the, three fucking 25. I don't care how big he is. So is Viscera. So was Midian was a million pounds. And we've had all these big... Moved. I don't care. I'm sorry. Like I, I love the entertainment factor. I clearly see that they think there's more to him than than I do. He's oh, first of all, he's supposedly in a tag team that he's not even in anymore. Poor Tucky Tucky. But him winning this right, Money in the right. Bank is right now the worst decision of a Money in the Bank winner at, on, in the moment. Because when you look at like the future and you see, okay, Otis cash in world champion, it's so bizarre. But guess what? We are in a time where it makes the most sense because maybe he cashes in in the next three months where we're still in this weird no crowd thing, even though that's going to be weird to see. But, like, I, I, I don't know. It just, I was so befuddled when I saw the briefcase come off. I'm like, does Corbin have it or AJ? Then Elias shows up. I'm like, what, what's this clown doing? And, by the way, real quick side note, that was the worst cosplay doing the clown, if that was supposed to be doing the clown. I don't know what that was supposed to be. Was that supposed to be Nicole Foley's? Boyfriend. Yeah, that would be better, but it wasn't. It wasn't him. And the, the clown esque looking, but yeah, it was just 
bad. That was, was the one part. A, outfit. He was wearing a friggin' like a button-down shirt. It was bizarre. Didn't it must be some sort of inside joke. The Vince spot was great. I fucking Vince, Vince I spot. thought was great, especially where I liked it where it was AJ and Daniel Bryan. I don't know if there's actually meaning behind that, but I just feel like where those are two guys that like he never wanted to be like got like top guys and they both became that. But well, I just like when they put like the chairs back. I thought the whole thing was funny. And then he, and he that, hits that the final moment once 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 they do the get out, I would have cut. That's fine. The, the, I didn't mind the other hand sanitizer was fine. Again, like that's when I want it. Cut, cut, like a little bit quicker. The Stephanie thing, just cut a second quicker. Oh, yeah. Stephanie was just so pre-taped. It was ridiculous. I, I guarantee you. Like, I don't even think they were in the same building. I don't think you ever saw them together. No. They probably taped that like a month before. But, again, just loads of fun. That's what I want my wrestling to be. I really the, do. The brother love spot in the in the bathroom uh, comes mm-hmm. out with Ray. He's like, I love you. And Ray's like, love you too. I got to go. That was funny. And then the obviously Johnny Ace in the middle of, by the way, real quick, what are all those pies doing in the middle of uh, in, in WWE? What are they just the cafeteria. Uh, who just has pies chilling out on a random Sunday night? I mean, maybe The Rock was coming by. You know he likes pie. He sure does. Um, but anyways, but yeah, I like the Johnny spot. Um, you know, that was like actually seeing Pritchard, which made sense. And Heyman, I thought Heyman, that was a good spot for him. Uh, like, I like how they were just so like, these are two of your head of creatives and Vince being involved too. And like, no problem just being on there, goofing on themselves, making themselves look foolish. Like everybody's in on what's happening in this quarantine situation or this, you know, well, social didn't look foolish, but Vince has made himself look foolish but, times in the past. So it doesn't matter. I, I still think he did. He didn't look like cool. He didn't look like strong. It was just kind of like, what the what hell was you up doing? with the Jurassic Park room though? That was what I was like. Are they in Jurassic Park? There was a fucking T Rex on the fucking wall. Why? I could see the money in the bedroom. That makes sense. I can see the Undertaker room. That makes sense. Why the fuck was the fucking the T Rex from Jurassic Park hanging on the wall in a random ass? Was that his office? It looked like a conference table. Like what the fuck was that? I'm getting it to tease for a future character. I don't know. It could be we could be getting a Jurassic Park character. But the under the one thing I did like about the Undertaker room was AJ being fearful of what happened with him with the Undertaker. Th- that's a, a good little call too back. much. A little no! too much. After a little him coming, too much. He comes out on Raw. I don't mind the poster. The poster's fine. The room was like it was a little too oh, much. Of again, course it was. again the, I'm fine with it. I'm fine. The room was ridiculous, but I like that AJ actually had like a little PTSD from being buried alive in this kayfabe world where before he would like came out on Raw. He's like, so what? I was buried. Like, oh, thanks. And then let's just jump over. Speaking about getting buried, Rey Mysterio and, and, and Alistair Black are dead. Why? Baron Corbin threw him off the roof. Did you hear that thud? Oh, no. I mean, like, like, like he didn't kill him. I'm he, sure this. If I'm he's sure not that. arrested, if he is not arrested this Friday on SmackDown, and they got to do something like that. But first of all, I feel like Alistair Black is the wrong guy to be tossing off. Rey Mysterio, fine. He's just kind of like, you know, he can be taught. Like, I thought Otis would have been better there. Next thing you know, Otis is freaking cat. I mean, I'm really surprised. I thought that I, I were a betting man. I don't know what the Vegas odds were on this thing. I felt like Alistair Black needed it more than anybody. See, I don't think it fits him, though. Personally, I think he nothing fits him, though. Nothing no, fits this guy. No, I think he's good. He's a good in ring competitor. I think his yeah, character he's character's starting to, he's no, starting to build this character. No, he's starting to, he's starting to build, though. In this time, he's starting to build. We're starting to see better matches, longer matches out of him. I've and, never had a problem with his wrestling ability. Yeah, I, but I think he, money in the, listen, if they gave it to him, I'm not going to complain. I thought he actually suited it best because he's that guy who seems like the trajectory of a, ch- a future champion on the rise. Like when CM Punk got it in the early days, um, you know, nothing else was probably going to get him there via storyline, but. I don't know. I, I just, 
then I'm like, AJ, that makes sense to me too. Cause then I'm thinking if Undertaker, if him and Undertaker, there's unfinished business, we might see something maybe where the money, the banks involved. I'm just, I was kind of going there. Corbin, I'm like, that makes sense. Cause he's, you know, a heel that you, you want to hate. And if he cashes in on somebody that you like, that would make sense. Then I was like, Otis, what the hell's Otis going to do? Oh, my man, he's going to have the honest to God, good cash in. Maybe, maybe that, or, or you don't do this. I wouldn't do this, but it's an idea. They might take it. Have him turn heel. Have Mandy lure somebody back to a hotel room. Get them all warm and fuzzy. Handcuff them up, and then boom, <laughs> Otis comes out. Poor Lana. See you later. I, honestly, I hope she does it to Braun because that's how goofy Braun is at this point. Okay, Mandy, I'll take you back to your room, sweetheart. I just, hey, hold on. You're going to get these fingers. Um, it's just not – neither are the champions for the men. No, I'm good. all in Drew. No, I'm all in on Drew. I think <laughs> Drew's making it happen. I don't. I'm just not behind him. I don't care. Well, that's on you. No, it's on, on him. him. It's on him. Nah, he's do, he's doing – he has been – He's doing the best he can. He's done – yeah, but he's doing better than you're giving him credit for. Honestly. I think so. He's doing that damn good. No. He's 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 likable. He's badass in the ring. His promos aren't scripted, like boring, like the usual, like, welcome to Monday Night Raw. He does say that sometimes, right. but he, like what he All says right. they're rapping. Pop culture pile driver, put out the put out the Twitter poll. Do you like Drew McIntyre as champ? All right, we'll do that. Um, but then just real quick to wrap up at least the women's side of this. Really odd ending though. It was just Lacey Evans, Naya, Asuka. What happened to Dana Brooke? Carmella and Shayna Baszler. They get tripped uh, up. Well, what's her name? Got uh, th- was the last thing we saw her do fall. Who? Uh, Dana, Dana Brooke? Brooke. Yeah. Oh yeah. She got. By the way, that was a nice little spill she took. Yeah, it wasn't was bad. Was, Again, was nice another another thing from an editing perspective. That's where you cut away to her like flying up in the air, and then you have her hit a pad, <laughs> and then you cut to her just like banging on the ground. It was pretty good. You could see her slowing up to slide. And that, like I was like, ah, I could like I saw that coming from a million miles away. Again, I'm I'm always good with the comedy spot. Love a yeah. comedy spot. Loved what she did in that match. Again, I didn't mind that once she got to the roof, it was kind of over. It was kind of quick because mm-hmm. the whole match was the race to the top. It was like the rat race feel of getting there. And then once you were there, I I don't know why Corbin was trying to fight Asuka. I do like she, she was really like, get the other one. And then she was like, all right, fuck you. Bam. Yeah, that was the best part. That was That's, great. That made sense. Wow. Yeah, if you listen to our Corbin three count. Make, yeah. Corbin no, if you, makes sense. That's Asuka what I wanted her to do. That's what I told her. That's how I said she was going to win. Just that kicking people with heads, throwing people off roofs. It was a little weird. But yeah, Corbin's like, no. And it's like, dude, you have a clear case right here, bro. I got my case. You win, I win later. But then it was really strange. She wins. They ring the bell. Michael Cole makes a comment. Next thing we clip right back to the same scene, the women are just disappeared. Yeah. But again, small, who cares? It's not, it doesn't matter. This isn't meant to make sense. This is meant to entertain. And then all the men, though, were in it. I thought um, for the men, I just thought there were so many different spots. I, I if One thing I, t- I wanted, I was joking about in my head, uh, which is always the funniest place, is that um, Duke the Dumpster Drossy, I thought was going to make an appearance. Even if it wasn't him, like a cosplay, like I thought that they were going to have a little more of like, random ass like old jobby type characters in like doing jobs like that guy doing the mop how great would it have been if it was a cosplay duke the dumpster drosy yes that or tl hopper on oh, like in the, the, in the bathroom like just like i thought i was like that's the one thing like someone fit the gobbledygooker and i don't care how but like I, all the jobbers should have been there yeah like you walk by one of the uh 
like halls and there's just like a bunch of statues and he's like really there and he just comes out and starts beating somebody up and it turns out to be some lower level card guy like Zack Ryder or something. Yeah, he's not in the company anymore, Bill. He's not? No, he's part of the cuts. He was? Oh, I must have not paid attention to those cuts as closely as I thought. Yeah, no, dude, oh, there's well. a gajillion of them, but we'll see. He'll probably be AEW bound. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it just, I agree with you. That All that stuff would have been great. But the one thing I also had a fear of, like last year when uh, Brock Lesnar won Money in the Bank out of like the blue, which was cool at the time and then was the best thing he did, but it only lasted for like two months with the whole uh, – yeah, <laughs> turned it into a boombox um was i thought we were gonna get something like that in this again like even when elias showed up like oh my god are they gonna have elias win this thing like are they gonna do something i'm glad they didn't but i just thought something like that might have happened that was the worst part of this thing that elias cost corbin in the title in in aj styles for some reason but yeah it was because corbin i I mean because uh elias is dead he should have been one of the cuts or elias or elias should just be a heel like he should be like I'm I mean, what he to- did was heelish. I mean, he did it to yeah, two but it- heels, yeah. and he's now a baby face. But his character is in need of a complete reset. Yeah, and- which is funny because when they came back, this baby face turn was kind of a complete reset. So they really fucked him up. Yeah, and he was another one that was murdered. Baron Corbin's been throwing people off his stuff for the last like three three months. He threw uh, Elias off the stage right before WrestleMania. He's now thrown uh, Alistair Black and Rey Mysterio, which, by the way, I don't like that it was those two also because there's no retribution. They're both raw guys. He's a SmackDown guy. So it was like, they're not even, and they're probably never going to talk about it. They're probably going to say like they fell 10 feet. I mean, the big boss man was hung, hanged. What is it? I always forget what hung. Is. I think it's just hung. No, no, no. Right. It's hanged. It's hanged. Yeah. Was hanged at WrestleMania. Yeah. And then the next night he was on Raw. Yeah, well he was fine. So I mean the, the WWE logic doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Mm. But again, the enjoyment I got out of that match was yeah, eleven out of tons 11. of fun. Yeah, tons of fun. Like uh, Otis. Yeah, oh, I, I'm, I was so I was sitting there watching. I mean, like, I get the fact that it's. I mean, has a has a guy like that ever even won the Rumble? No. So guy, was, what do you mean, like a guy like that? Like a kind of like a bottom level, super low mid card guy. No, the closest was when Santino Morello almost beat uh, Alberto Del Rio. I guess you could say Del Rio, just because that was like just he go got like a fast track. Yeah, but he um, was a legit but, top heel in the company for the longest time after. Oh, ab- no, no, no. But yeah, but that's still when he won it. He was still very like he's only been yeah, the he was like green ish, but like he was a legit yeah. guy. So I think this is the lowest level person to ever win a guaranteed title shot at money in the bank combined with rumble. Royal rumble because everybody who's won the Royal rumble it's like one of the uh what is it the nba finals mvp this is the equivalent of cedric maxwell winning Otis yeah, winning it, the free case honestly it's like oh boy like this isn't even chauncey billups level this is legit cedric Mac- maxwell not close to being a hall of famer just no. a random dude fucking winning the yeah, most people- People don't want to give like Andre Iguodala that credit, but he's like at least like he's a legit all-time good player. Yeah, he had great some defender. Really, yes, yes, was a superstar for the Sixers for a while. Yeah, so, Nuggets. But, but I mean, it, capitalize on the heat of Otis, man. He's hot right now. I just I don't know. I just I can't, Bill. I I I can't. I just I don't. It's see fun. It. I think it's really fun. It's all what they go with from here. I just I'm so like Oscar. I was like, yes, makes sense. I think she's getting 
the, I think what this was for both of them, honestly, in my opinion, is that they said these are two people that were getting a lot of buzz around. People are talking, tweeting, you know, making YouTube videos, all like the, the like everyone's a, around them. Where I feel like a lot of these other characters in in, in um, and uh, wrestlers aren't getting that, so I think they're saying to themselves, "Let's give it to them to try to get as many hits. We may not get the viewership off this, but we may get more people talking about our product that are like our hardcore fans, because that might be what they're looking for right now. They're probably trying to, for the first time in a long time cater to hardcore fans instead of the casual fan." Well, the one thing that I've always preached, and John Cena has tweeted, which makes him the goat: when you try to please everybody, you please nobody. So just. Just go with what you think is going to work and believe in what you're doing. I think they kind of did that tonight. I think Asuka <laughs> is legit on fire. They're behind her. And Otis, I got to tell you, I mean, that was a memorable moment at WrestleMania. That was a WrestleMania moment. Him and Mandy, for it some was. reason, is magic, man. It's it, good. I'm not dying. Everybody else in those matches, I mean, out of the men, who really was kind of the hot guy in that match? It was Otis. He's got the most heat. <laughs> He really does. I, when you put it in that way, I really to think about. He it, has the right. most team. Yeah, Asuka, he's... same thing. Oscar every week, and that's the thing in these situations. And I think they're finally rewarding it. They're showing that if you put in the effort, if you Oscar is making a gif of herself every single week. Oh, she really is. And Otis is going out there and he's doing his dance. He's making a little love. He's getting down every night, man. Yeah, they're giving it to the entertainment. Like I would say, Daniel Bryan is right there with them for his work, but I know he doesn't need this though. He doesn't need no, this. I, I agree. They don't I, need him to have it. See, I think in a weird way, I think they do. Cause like I said before, I think he's the guy they need to turn to in a time like this. You need a guy that the fans, like everybody loves, like people from like like, Raymond, his, like literally everybody, not like Chris, everybody hated him for some reason, but everybody loves Raymond and everybody loves Daniel Bryan. And I think that would have been a good spot, but we'll see. I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. If anything, I'm not necessarily disappointed because that's too foolish. Because he was, he had an opportunity. I'm never in my life. It was like the Drew McIntyre thing. I'm never going to be disappointed when they give it to a guy who's not yes. like the top of the line. You expect him to get it. The Roman Four Reigns winning champion. the Rumble yeah. for the sixth time, or coming in second, or giving the money in the bank to Brock Lesnar after giving <laughs> him the win against the Undertaker at WrestleMania. If you're trying to make a star, this is the only way you can make a star. I mean, yeah. most of those guys were already, they've already had their chance and blew it. That's the only reason why I probably would have gave this to Aleister Black. Hmm. It's a chance to make him a star. But other than that, like, does Corbin really need this? No. You already kind of gave it to him. You're, you're just killing him by having him lose to Elias, and it looks like that feud is going to go on. AJ Styles. Doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. So, I mean, Otis yeah, is hot, right. man. It's Otis, Otis is hot. Otis and Alistair Black are really it. Rey Mysterio, absolutely not. It was Otis. You're right. These are the two options. And I think at the end of the day, um, WWE is definitely trying to find ways. And if you read any of these like Meltzer reports, which I, you never know what's real, but they have said they are desperately looking to make new stars. So tonight we saw that. Tonight we're seeing the making of some new stars. And not that Asuka, we would say, isn't a star. Like She's obviously been the champion. She's been a big priority matches. But I think the reestablishment of someone like her where the crowd and the audience, whether she's a heel a face, whatever they want her to be, I think would be put in a great spot. So, so I thought last overall, thing, yep. Last thing I'll say no. on this. And this to me was their big, they had a star making moment and they didn't do it was, and I know you like this match. It was a great match. Uh, two, three WrestleManias ago. I think it was three. They had Charlotte beat Oscar at WrestleMania yes. 
when Oscar yes. was undefeated. Again, yes. I get it. I get the Charlotte Flair. She's already a star. She can take a loss. Asuka was so hot. She was legitimately like, hey, this lady's never been beat in her mm. career on WWE. She's the Goldberg of it. And then you kind of just, all right, Charlotte, let's get the shovel. Let's show that you are the top dog. She can get the win back. It still it still means a lot if she gets that win back later. Yeah. Give Asuka the win first. I think that really hurt her entire momentum, hurt her entire like trajectory, and then she kind of wasn't really – this is the best she's been since. No, I know. She was fantastic uh, last going uh, – when was that? The When there was the triple threat TLC where Ron, Ronda Rousey came out like a year and a half ago. But no, we can have this argument because her first Becky Lynch was – Awful match uh, a year ago at Royal Rumble. She's been great. I, I, she overall, I think her product's great. I think she always is great. Yeah, I just but think her the, character has not been good to me. I mean, she was good in the Kabuki Warriors. But that's tag team because she like her and her and Kyrie were on top of it, and then they, they sell everything. But as a solo competitor, this is at her at her best. Yeah, this is her being goofy and dominant. And I think this is the end. Of, also, real quick newsflash. Good point. Two tag team. Wrestlers won money in the bank. Yeah, isn't Kyrie hurt though? Uh, yeah, I think, and I think she's going to be done. This meant a lot of her tweeting yeah. about like going back to like, um, I forget the name of the all women uh, wrestling in Japan. But anyways, um, it's just, but that's still somewhat factual. But I think you know, Oscar, great, Otis, we'll see. Um, the one thing I want to see is this the end? You think uh, my guess where they're going to go is Tucker? Is this going to be a jealousy angle? Are we going to get heel Tucker? And then that's just, fine. And then him probably just get buried. I mean, because where do you go with Tucker? What's the ceiling on the ta- the ceiling is higher on the tag team than probably Otis as an no. I kind of I kind of like Otis ceiling as an individual higher than the tag team. It is a good tag team gimmick. They are a good tag team, but Otis man, let's see what he does. It's, I'm interested to see. I'm I'm gonna give him a shot. Yeah, I think I'm very intrigued to see what they do with it because. I could easily see them either going New Day with it, where Tucker's just always in his corner, always supporting him, which I think never hurts. Never hurts to have a support crew, especially for faces, which you never see. So you'd have Mandy and Tucker. Um, or I could see them going Jealousy Angle. You left me. You know, If it wasn't for me, we never would have got here. And then them fight. So we'll, we'll see where they want to go with that. I think for Asuka, it's her and Becky Lynch again. And I, I just, I actually don't want her to cash in anytime soon. Like, I don't know what they're going to do with Tucker, but I think Asuka, hold on to that puck because I think it's she's going to be so Goddamn entertaining with it. Oh, she's going to be great with it. <laughs> she could keep it till WrestleMania, and I would have her call her shot at WrestleMania. Right. I am a big fan of anybody who's even close to a babyface calling the shot as opposed to like a cash in moment. Mm-hmm. Didn't Braun yeah, she- cash in in the middle of a, a, a match when he no, had it? No, Braun's an idiot. Braun called a shot, and the match was like just called off. It was a cage match. And oh, and he went match, through the cage or something. No, that, it was just no, it was just literally the match got like disqualified because because Brock Lesnar came out when it was him versus Roman Reigns and killed them all. Oh, that's what it was. It was just stupid. And it, like oh, somehow it's like, oh yeah, that bye. They've just Braun Strowman's been completely mishandled for years. But uh don't forget he's your champion. But uh yeah, so I, I'm I'm intrigued to see where we go here. What would you, Bill, if you had to give this on as a whole, the whole event, uh star rate or uh, ranking from one to eleven? Seven and a half. That's, I mean, if we're yeah. breaking the main event, I'm giving it an 11. Everything <laughs> else was pretty good. Wasn't great. It, again, I'll say it for the umpteenth time. Put music on everything. 
And again, this is a correlation to what I do for a living. Whenever you have really good gnat sound, yep. it sells the piece. You need nothing else. <laughs> that natural sound tells the story. Whereas when you don't have that natural sound, be it like a Patriots play or like the crowd of a, of a stadium, you need to inject something in there. And that music really did help you take away from the fact that there was nothing behind it. I think mm -hmm. you do that with everything now. Well, it will be hard, I think, for them to do it with just like matches, but I no. agree. I, but you no, know, they can do it. I'm just saying, I think it'll be hard for them to do it. But I think overall, yeah, I give this thing about, yeah, I think I'd say like a seven, a solid seven. Uh, overall, entertaining. The last two matches, obviously, the whole Money in the Bank, I loved um, Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. Also, the handshake at the end. Are we getting a little like face turn? Hopefully I mean, not. Um, I hate Seth Rollins' character with the white hot intensity of a thousand stars. Oh, no, it's so good right now. Oh, Love it's it. terrible. He's on TV no, every two seconds. What? He's, he's awful. not. You're clearly he's not a terrible. No, I am watching, and he's a terrible promo. He is an no, awful promo. I don't care about he his promo. probably the oh, – that's all he does. That's all he does. All no, he does is talk. His promos are fine. They're just no, they're terrible. Sa sauntering heel. It's fine as a no, heel. he's bad. I he's think... a bad, bad, bad promo. I disagree. Okay, that's fine. I thought his promo tonight was fine. You've heard it a million times, but I thought it was fine. He's going to save Raw, and he didn't do it. But I just don't get the handshake at the end. I, I get, like, I'm always for I'm all for sportsmanship, especially even in competitive, because guess what? After, like, most sporting events, those guys will clap hands. It's all about leaving it in the ring or on the field. Not but, Isaiah Thomas. Oh, he's a bitter prick, huh? But um, So is Jordan, by the way. Well, Jordan's a bad person, I think. I still believe he's a bad person. He, like... He's a bad guy. If you're just that good, I guess I get it. Yeah. Tom Brady's probably the same way in a lot of ways. Like in No, but parts. he's diplomatic. Not as a person. Yes. Yeah. He's diplomatic, I'm sure, in his head he thinks that, but he doesn't He doesn't do a good job of faking it. But at least he's like he's outwardly that way. I guess like Michael Jordan is without question like he was the best player of the best player era. And it's just ridiculous how much of a dick he is. He's such a dick. I'd argue that wasn't the best time for, for NBA. I'd argue like the last couple of years have been better player wise. Like the there's more players. of them, but like when he was walking around with the dream team and they, and they asked him, and oh, like, some, they were 90, older. Yeah. And then when, they, when they, they were, they were obviously in their later years and they're like, well, who on this team should take the last shot? He's just like me. And, <laughs> it, was, and it was like Larry birds on the team. Fucking uh, Magic Barkley, Johnson's on the Magic team. Barkley, yeah, legit, like the all stars of all stars. He's just like me, and he was right. He was that. That is the funny part of it. Um, uh, well, it's funny. We have the last dance. That's a Michael Jordan thing, and we now have the last ride. This Undertaker documentary, which I've heard, which you know, looks it, awesome. It, yeah, and you know, it, when the one thing we've always said about WWE when they do this stuff, nobody does it better. Nobody well, this does. Is this is what I want, though. This is the storytelling yeah, that I've. But put this in a product, and no, I know no this. No, this you're would right. be this, this one would hour be, long. This would put, put this in the middle of RAW, or put this at the end of RAW, and then once you get the the crowd back, you can be like, "Hey, this is the stuff that we were offering on the network. Now you can see the stuff on the network all the time." But this is the character pieces that sell your superstars. These yeah. are the stories that make you connect. This is the Daniel Bryan yes movement. This is the Kofi Kingston eleven years dog. This is the Undertaker. Hey, I had a shitty match. This is not going to be the way I'm going to re be remembered. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to work. I'm going to train hard. The match he still had that was like a real match, last match, still sucked. But the the graveyard thing was fucking great. Yeah. So and we're, 
But I agree. I have no connection. I have no emotional connection to The Undertaker anymore. This might make me care about him, but use it in storytelling as well. I yeah, can't disagree. I just thought I just I mean I'm just intrigued by the whole situation. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it, seeing where they go. But I think that will uh, they'll do it. Money in the Bank 2020 in the books. We shall see where we go from here. Otis and Oscar. Otis, my man. Otis, like think about this. If you're even the slightest, like not like yeah, I'll come in, I pop in and out. You're like who the f is Otis. I mean, people think Keith Lee is like, oh, oh, wow, that guy's a professional wrestler. Otis is like, oh, wow. And now he's got an 83% chance of winning the championship. I can't believe it. I really, I love it. I love it. I oh, couldn't God. love it anymore. I really couldn't. This, this, this 2020 they, is the beyond the oddest year of all time. They went with the heat, and I can't blame them. Yes. I, I, I applaud them. I Yeah. Or this could, you know what else? I think we're quick booking in my head. Mandy may turn heel down the road. Screw him over. That's fine. That just makes him more sympathetic. Yeah. You know what? I already can see it. It's like Fiend versus like Fiend champion versus Otis going to cash in on him in the Firefly Funhouse. Like, nah. <laughs> well, that would be great. <laughs> There's just so many things you can do. It's a fresh take. Oh. It's not. It's not like Baron Corbin getting it again. No. It's not. They're trying to build. Uh, they have to give it to what's his name. It's like when they stick the tag team champions on like uh who's that shitty tag team the forgotten sons it's like just give it to him see if it does anything hey let's just give the belt to alistair black let's see if it does anything for him yeah no it's like this guy's kind of captivated our crowd let's fucking reward him i'm telling you youtube youtube has done it we have done it uh but i will say this before we officially end they're not allowed to have fans in the audience remember this right but there was puppets in the audience i still think there's something the NFL did it. Crew member than that. Yeah, the NFL did it where they had the the TVs with the fans of the teams during the draft. I honestly, no. you want that? I I want like you know those like oh, rolling Bill. you know those rolling iPads, like where you like rolling iPads. So like basically like they have like a it's like Uber but like you can like send yourself to a meeting. It's like you can zoom in like you zoom in. So you're talking about like the freaking stop and shop robot strolling in with an iPad on there and me. It's just me. A bunch of robot with iPads on them. You put you do that. You like have this shot of me. You put me in a seat with a video screen there and you fill up the crowd that way. And like you give us like like audible, like little microphones so you can hear us chant, you can hear us talk. If we all do it together, it gets loud enough. Give me a crowd. If you want to do it and you like send out virtual tickets that are free to people, you'll fill it up. People will go and watch this live show and stream it through it, and then you pump in the crowd noise. I'm dead serious. You get the view of where your seat is too? No, no, no. no, no. You get the feed of the match. And like you can be in like a... ridiculous. You can be in a row. You can be in a row. So like me and you right now could be, we can get two tickets to this event and you could pump in our noise. And if like we're yelling and loud, it'll be loud enough. I'm like, let's go Cena. Cena sucks. I think try it. Why not? It would probably cost so much money. in The quality of zoom right now too, like the crappy audio establishment, it would be such a train wreck that now I I almost want to, now I almost want to see it. Uh, That's, 
Anyways, well, that's it. We're a pop culture pile driver. Make sure you check out, uh, subscribe to the podcast. You can search pop culture pile driver as well as us on YouTube. Make sure you give us subscribe there. We'll be doing live streams uh, each and every single Tuesday night. We'll be adding some other content here and there as well. Plenty of stuff coming to the channel. This is the beginning. Get addicted to the content because we got plenty of content coming at you. He is at Billy D twenty four eleven. I'm at Jason D Rossi. Billy, want to leave? Thing? Please. Quick thing. What, what else? Robots, umpires. What no, else? No, no, no. We watched a pay per view. We proved we can't do a podcast that's under an hour. I know. And this made no sense. Still, it's still finishing before normal WWE pay-per-view would, and we have an hour post-show. <laughs> I know. That's insane. Content, it, it is true. Honestly, it was 20 minutes in. I'm like, perfect. This will be 35 minutes. Yeah. No. <laughs> we just kept going. <laughs> Well, anyways, again, make sure you follow him at BillyD2411. I'm at Jason D. Rossi. Follow Pop Culture Pile Driver at Pop Culture PD. That's right. Get addicted to the content. We've got so much stuff in store, a lot of stuff coming up. If you have any ideas, creation, want to maybe even partake, let us know. Don't be shy. Get involved. Slide into our DMs. Billy, those DMs open even in quarantine? Oh, yeah, always. Especially in quarantine. I'm dying Ooh. over here. Right, please, yeah. Send uh, send as many uh, scantily. I'll send you pictures of this because it looks as close. Yeah. You make your elbow look like a butt or a vagina. Yeah, it all depends on the angle. If you yeah. like it, if you like I'm big, if you like a big girl, there you go. That's fucking disgusting. It is. Anyways, all right, I'm out of here. Thank you, Billy, so much. And you guys all have a good one. We'll catch you on Tuesday night. Frank says hi.